You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. We've got another exciting new update here in the city of Seattle that I need to share with you. This is important. Seattle City Council unanimously across the board, well, almost, supports decriminalizing psychedelic mushrooms. My first thought when I saw this was, oh, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't Seattle? And then number two, oh, that's not good. Those are just my reactions as as an old white dude, right? I mean, that's just, ah, oh, that's not good. We can't have that. Whole world's going to hell in a handbasket. Ah, oh, there's a bunch of different angles to this story that you, you know, I think you got to take into consideration. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a hard look at this. And these titles, the decriminalizing psychedelic mushrooms, it hasn't really been decriminalized. It's just, well, we're going to talk about it. All right. Before we jump on in, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies. And why wouldn't I talk about decriminalizing psychedelic mushrooms or any kind of psychedelics for that matter? No, I'm just bringing my perspective of what's going on in Seattle and what we're doing uh, or not doing sometimes, often the case. And so, yeah, welcome. All right, let's jump on in. And I'm going to read from Fox News first, because I mean, Fox is going to give you the real scoop, right? I mean, right? Who knows? Who knows if we're getting the right scoop from anybody? And maybe that's why you're tuning into some real estate guy talking about shrooms, talking about tripping on shrooms. Seattle City Council on Monday unanimously voted in favor of a resolution supporting the decriminalization of psilocybin. And if I butchered that, sorry, psychedelic proponents um, and other psychedelics. Psilocybin, I believe. The resolution, it's a resolution, which is non-binding, all right? So we're getting into the weeds already and serves only as a recommendation to the Seattle Police Department, declares that the, okay, this, this is a resolution. It says the investigation, arrest, and prosecution of anyone engaged in entheogen, and I butchered that one, I know, um, that's a tough one, related activities should be among the city of Seattle's lowest law enforcement priorities. The council supports full decriminalization of these activities. All right. So I didn't know that shrooms were even a thing that police officers arrested for. I mean, is that even going on? I mean, the only thing that Seattle police is really respond to, is responding to, I mean, consistently is priority one and priority two calls, right? Am I right? So this is way down on the priority of, you know, crime in Seattle. If, if it, is it even considered a crime? Hey, is that shrooms you got there? All right. Yeah. Okay. Cause I mean, we got people shooting up on the streets with heroin, a real class one drug, right? I mean, I don't know. Some of this stuff is just like, are we coming? Are we going? I don't really know. Does any of this make sense? It's pretty crazy, right? Psilocybin or shrooms, and that's in quotations, is a hallucinogenic drug that falls under the most restrictive schedule one. I said class one, it's schedule one, which is a federal, which the US federal government defines as drugs, substances, or chemicals are defined as drugs with no currently accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse. All right. So my first thought there is, okay, yeah, there's a big push right now for microdosing of psychedelics. And, um, you know, is the recreational use of psychedelics that much different than, say, the recreational use of marijuana? 
I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm tempted to say, yeah, probably not. If people want to blow their brains out, I mean, that's kind of their choice. We're not saying here, though, that we're going to put this in stores and sell it and tax it. We're just saying that City of Seattle police, okay, you run across somebody with a small little bag of dried up shrooms, don't waste your time because we're not going to prosecute. So that's kind of where we're at. But I think here in Seattle, we're there already. I mean, we're there already. It's just it, it hasn't been, you know, a resolution hasn't been put on the books. And so here it is, for better or for worse, right? Seattle City Council noted that substances are often used for spiritual purposes, according to their virtual meeting. Spiritual purposes. Did you guys see the movie The Doors, where they went off into the desert? And I think, was that Palm Desert they went into? It was way off into the desert, a few hours away from LA, probably probably Palm Desert, Palm Springs, you know, I don't know. But, you know, they went and had, uh, you know, a couple of them had some pretty bad trips. And Jim Morrison obviously had a great trip because he is the Lizard King. Um, but for spiritual purposes, talking, you know, Indian culture, Native American Indian culture, psychedelics are, you know, pretty important. And I get that. But I think most people are just using them to trip out. That's what they're doing. Nothing spiritual about that. It's kind of like having more than a glass of wine or more than a couple of beers. Yeah, you're looking to looking to get somewhere where your mind can't get on its own. So the the argument of spiritual purposes, I think, is nonsense. I, I know it's there, but most folks, they're not going to church and just taking a tiny little microdose of shrooms because that's... Is, that's not really a thing. Maybe in some some churches it is, but that is such a small portion of the shroom taking population. Let's be honest. Okay, so that that one there to me is like all right, yeah, that's a good try for. But uh, and you bring that up in your council meeting, mm, I'm not really going to buy that. But let's keep going. These non addictive natural substances have real potential in clinical and therapeutic settings to make a really significant difference in people's lives, said council member Andrew Lewis. This resolution really sets the stage as the first significant action in the state of Washington to move this policy forward. All right, but we're talking about decriminalizing this and basically legalizing this more or less. Ah, that's not that illegal. We're not going to arrest you. We're not going to prosecute you. Um, we're talking about that versus clinical and therapeutic settings. I mean, that's being you're being dosed by a doctor. All right, that makes more sense to me. But that's not really what we're talking about here. We're kind of comparing apples to oranges, in my opinion. And I understand that there is a big push towards microdosing. Um, and, and I get that. But uh, the vast majority of people out there taking shrooms, they're not microdosing under doctor's orders. You know what I mean? I've got doctor friends that, that have the ability to prescribe marijuana or had the ability to prescribe marijuana before it became available on a recreational basis. It was available on a medical basis here in Seattle and Washington before it was available recreationally. And their biggest, uh, their, their biggest, I don't know how to put it, but uh, their biggest concern with prescribing marijuana was, well, how much do I give them? Because I don't know how yeah, marijuana in various strains makes people, you know, react in wildly different ways. 
So do, do I give them two joints? Do I give them one joint and tell them to spread it out? I mean, the whole thing, it's not like you're getting one tab of one of you're not getting a pill of ibuprofen. And we know the exact impact on pain within the body, right? And I am not a doctor. But I've got friends that are doctors. So I've had these conversations. It's like, hey, you can prescribe weed now. Yep, I can. Do you? No. How come? Well, do I say take one toke in the morning and one toke at night? I mean, how do you prescribe that? What do you do there? Well, you're just guessing. And at that point in time, you're not really basing anything on the data or the science. You're just guessing. All right, you want to get high? Light them up. That's what you're doing. So, you know, to bring in this argument of clinical and therapeutic settings, yes, that is understood. So then do we take it from there, the therapeutic and clinical settings? And then do we say, yeah, you know what, it's, it should just be pretty much legal, and, which is kind of where we're already at in here in Seattle with pretty much most crimes, except for ones endangering people's lives and causing physical violence and you know, those big important crimes, those are the ones that we seem to be focusing on because our police got defunded and we don't have the number of police on the streets to basically provide full coverage for public safety. But that's, 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 a, that's another story. So there's a huge demonstrated potential uh, for these substances to provide cutting edge treatments for substance abuse. I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot of people coming off of opioids. Um, are having some success with microdosing of shrooms. That seems like a slippery slope. It kind of seems like the um, California sober. Have you heard that term, California sober? That's where you can still drink a little booze. I mean, and and smoke some weed. You know, you're not shooting heroin. You're not doing meth. You're not smoking heroin. Um, you're not snorting coke. But just a little booze and a little weed, which kind of goes polar opposite to the whole concept of sober, right? And we're not doing an AA meeting here. But we're kind of mixing a bunch of these concepts. And we've got this, all right, potential for substance abuse. And it, and if it's clinically administered, I'm all for that. If that is if you're finding some kind of chemical and shrooms that makes it better for people to get off of opioids, which are brutal, uh, that and alcohol for people getting off I mean, that's, there's some bad stuff. If you're drinking a ton, one of the worst things you can do is try and go cold turkey for some folks, because um, you can die, die from opioids and alcohol, right? Um, going cold turkey. So recovery from brain injuries and other issues. All right, I am willing to listen to those sorts of treatments. And so then we're taking that and applying that to everybody. Hey, if you got some mushrooms, go for it, you know? It's not a clinical setting here, but so because those things, and you know what? Um, a lot of drugs that you're seeing on the streets of Seattle, they started off in clinical settings, right? I mean, opioids, painkillers, massive painkillers. That's where we started. And now look at the folks. And now we've got synthetic painkillers and all kinds of other good stuff, right? And those are literally, I'm watching some, uh, man, I've been watching what is it? Philadelphia videos. They have some of the craziest zombie drug addicts that I've seen on the interweb. Just like what is going on there? I mean, just really whacked out people. You see some of that in Seattle, but 
Philadelphia seems to really be their, their, their game is elevated way beyond what other cities is. And that's not good. I mean, you watch those folks and that's, they are not in a good place. They're, it's not good. So, um, Lewis, our council member says, I want to make sure that we're following the science and our policies around regulating these substances. My thought there is let science kind of lead the way and then we'll figure it out. Do we want to jump ahead and basically decriminalize these now? I don't know, but you know what? Seattle's a liberal city. Why wouldn't this happen? I mean, this is just how it's going to go, right? So Lewis's office noted that drugs such as psilocybin have shown promise for patients who suffer from depression and other mental health problems. Okay, that's fine. Um, if that's under doctor's care, don't really have an issue. But I think the flip side of that argument is a lot of doctors won't prescribe these kinds of things. And people are figuring it out on their own. And they're microdosing on their own. So there's that argument that hey, they're, they're way better off. But what happens when they take this stuff, and then they're not way better off, you know, you have, you have to adjust medication, based on whatever you got going on. If you you know, if things aren't firing correctly in your head, and you're, you know, microdosing yourself. To me, that's kind of a recipe for disaster. But I also understand that's the only way some people have found relief from whatever mental health problems they've got going on. Super complicated, right? Just super complex. Um, yeah, difficult. So council member Shama Sawat, oh, let's see what she has to say here, was not pleased the city council did not make the resolution a binding ordinance. Do they need to? I don't know. I'm a little confused by this resolution, Sawant said, according to local outlet My Northwest. We have not pushed for resolutions in place of ordinances where it is possible, realistic, and necessary from a political and moral standpoint for the council to have an ordinance passed. All right. What are we talking about there? I'm a little confused as well. So I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move on here. Um, I failed to see what the plausible reasons are for council members who claim to support this issue to let an ordinance which takes concrete action sit in the city's computers unintroduced and instead push a resolution which only has the power to make requests, she added. Maybe because we don't need a full on Monty on this one. That's kind of the way I see it. I think that's maybe the way the other council members see it as well. They've just, they're just like, okay, yeah, let's throw this on the, however you see it, I'll throw it on the books quasi. And uh, knowing that this is on the books like that, police are going to be less inclined to arrest and prosecutors are going to be less inclined to prosecute. So um, plus it should, should, should shrooms be in the same category as heroin or Coke or meth? That's a tricky one, right? Should marijuana be in that classification either? Well, it, it still is on the federal level. It is. So, the, you know, the law is the law until it's not, right? So other cities have decriminalized psilocybin, such as Washington, D.C., Denver, and Ann Arbor, uh, Oregon, Oregon legalized the drug. No, sorry, Anna Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor is, is not in Oregon. Read the sentence wrong here. Oregon legalized the drug for therapeutic use statewide in 2020. Okay, under a doctor's care, I would say, let's just see how this goes. All right. I mean, if, if you've got a doctor, even if you've got a nutty doctor, all right, let's see how that goes and got some liability there and 
The doctor's putting his medical, his and or her medical license on the line. Okay. Then we let her rip and see how that goes. So I understand that there is the whole concept of using shrooms or whatever psychedelics you want to basically talk about for therapeutic reasons or medical reasons. And we've been doing that with marijuana for a while. Cocaine, just don't see a lot of a lot of good, a lot of good medical uses for cocaine, right? But it's a party drug. So people are going to be drawn to it, you know, get towards the end of an evening, need a little pick me up, just like the song says, cocaine. You know what I mean? Um, that was the first album I ever bought. And I told my mom the song cocaine from Eric Clapton, uh, which was a remake was uh, I, I told her it was an instrumental. Sorry, mom, I lied. Okay, so Seattle just became the largest US city. Now we're going to check out a different article. It's got some slightly different information. But there's a picture of when I first saw the picture, I'll describe it for you. It looked like a whole bunch of like corn cob pipes. I couldn't figure out what the picture was. And then I was like, Oh, those are mushrooms. They're funny looking mushrooms, though. They've got this long stem that's pretty much just like a little piece of dowel rod, doweling rod. Is that right? And it's got just this little like um, brown mushroom head. They're funny looking mushrooms. Um, but apparently those are I'm kind of giving away the fact that I really don't know anything about psychedelics at all, except I've been around a lot of people when they're on them and they seem fine, but they do come up with some pretty interesting stuff. Um, Seattle just became the largest city in the country with a hands off policy for people who consume natural psychedelics. So um, the new policy, which is similar to the one approved by DC, applies to any living, and that's why we're reading this article, any living, fresh, dried, or processed plant or fungal material, including teas or powders that may contain currently scheduled or analog psychoactive indolamines, tryptamines, or phenothylamines probably just didn't say those correctly, but not limited to psilocybin mushrooms, ayahuasca tea, mescaline, and iboga. That sounds like a Wednesday morning for Dr. Hunter S. Thompson, doesn't it? Yeah, he was pretty famous for going hard on all this stuff. You got the mescaline? You got the ayahuasca? Like, oh, do we need that? Do we, do we need that in our lives? Dr. Hunter S. Thompson did, didn't he? He did. But then he also took his own life at age 60, whatever, with a gun. Mm, difficult. So it covers cultivation and sharing of such entheogens, entheogens, uh, as well as possession, which already was covered by a general city policy of refraining from arresting drug users. So there we are. Drug users, I mean, it, it's it's not a thing. It's all right, you want to shoot yourself up? Here you go. Here's a clean needle. You know, just maybe don't do it on school property and don't do it inside 7-Eleven, but you know, the front stoop there where it's covered. That's okay. It's all right. You know, but wear a mask, wear a mask, make sure you wear a mask. I mean, geez. So yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing is just kind of like, all right, we've, we've already passed way beyond arresting for drug use. I remember the first time I saw out in the open sale and use of drugs in Seattle and it was downtown and it was, it was probably just a couple of blocks from like the Pike place market. 
And it was real eye opening because I hadn't been in that area of Seattle for, I don't know, maybe a couple of years. And I'm walking along, I, I can't remember who with, and I just remember looking over and there's, you know, big crowd of what I understand now to be homeless people. And they were kind of sitting in like, almost like this um, open air market type deal. And they're just literally, you know, doing the drill. And they weren't selling brownies. They weren't not even psychedelic brownies. This wasn't a, this wasn't a cookie sale, you know. They weren't raising money for their kids' uh, sporting programs. So, um, so yeah, last year the city councils of Ann Arbor and all those other cities enacted similar measures. All right, Oakland, Santa Cruz. What else do we have here? What else is new? Um, we talked about the schedule one drugs, meaning they are banned for all purposes on the federal level. And then we had the Washington Supreme Court effectively decriminalize simple drug possession. So we're there about now. I mean, is anybody getting prosecuted for drugs anymore? It doesn't feel like it unless you're a big drug dealer or a carrier or whatever, or they want to get you for something else. Like maybe you murdered somebody and you've got some drugs on you. Well, then that's, that's your bad. That's bad on you, right? I mean, you deserve to go to jail for that. So um, what else do we have? Uh, our law enforcement officials certainly have more important things to do than arrest people for possession of entheogens. And this resolution affirms that. Okay. It's not even a matter of they don't have more important things to do than arrest people for this. We don't have the manpower to do it. So we're already there. So we're good on this resolution for the next couple of years, uh, considering that our ability to hire more police officers is going to be probably hamstrung for at least that long, if not further down the road. So any of this stuff, yeah, it's probably, uh, you know, it's, it's on the books, but we're already doing it, right? So some other things we've got here is uh, severe anxiety depression, post-traumatic stress, end-of-life anxiety, end-of-life anxiety. All right. Are, are we really treating that with um, psychedelics? I don't know. I think I just, if I get to that, if and when I get to that stage, I don't know. I have to figure that out when I get there, right? But is this something that uh, this law here covers? It's not even a law, right? It's basically a recommendation. Okay, I get that. Uh, grief, you're really sad, you trip on mushrooms. Somebody died in your family, you trip on mushrooms. Uh, I, you know, the argument there could be made, all right, it's not that much different than antidepressants, which just kind of make you into a zombie anyway, right? Take enough Xanax, take enough Xanny. What happens? Yeah, everything just kind of slows down, doesn't it? And intergenerational trauma. Okay. Bad stuff that happens in your life. Do you treat it with a little dose of shrooms? I don't know. I I tend to say probably not. I tend to probably say get some counseling and try and work out in your head so you're not just masking those feelings. But in order to get through that difficult time in your life, do you maybe microdose a little shrooms? It's kind of what we're saying, right? We're saying that's that, that's the the reason we're saying this is uh oh, we've got another one down here. 
let's not miss out on this one. So it applies to production and non commercial distribution for use in religious, spiritual healing, or personal growth practices. What are you doing today? Working on my personal growth. How are you going to do that? Ah, I'm just going to take the tiniest little smidge of mushrooms, magic mushrooms, not the white ones that you get at Safeway or, you know, QFC or whatever store you buy your <laughs> groceries at. So, yeah. So even in relatively tolerant Seattle, relatively, Seattle is probably one of the most tolerant cities for anything, anything, except for conservative or reasonable ideas. Yeah, so using psychedelics just for fun is still officially frowned upon. Okay, it's frowned upon, but you're not going to get arrested for it. And they're not going to prosecute you for it. But that would have happened before this resolution anyway, right? I mean, let's be honest. Shrooms, psychedelics, what do you got there? Do you got heroin? No, I got a little ayahuasca. Oh, okay. Well, carry on then. <laughs> it's just so crazy, right? This is literally where we're at. We're just going to legalize everything. How do you make the crime rate go down? Legalize everything across the board. Look at that. Look at those stats drop. Man, it is happening. But man, the streets don't seem any safer. Got a lot of crime going on. What's the dealio? All this feels like it's interrelated, doesn't it? It really does. Is it a slippery slope? I think we've already gone down that slope, especially here in Seattle. We're, we're already there. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Is this going to come on back? Are we going to ring this, rein this back in? I don't think so. So once the cat's out of the bag and all this decriminalization stuff, pretty tough to go back. So do we take mushrooms, which are a schedule one drug right now, right? Do we take those? Do we make those, those available at the same weed store? I don't know. We're making the argument here, right? This is how weed started out. Well, they're using it for cat, you know, people with, with cancer, using it to kill pain, using it for all kinds of stuff. The vast majority of people, they just want to get high. That's what they want to do. No different than people with drinking alcohol. It's, it's no different. You might say, well, you know, uh, you can't overdose on marijuana. All right. Yeah, but you can get behind the wheel of a car and cause a pretty bad car wreck that might kill you. You got that whole thing going on. So let's not be, um, you know, oblivious to the fact that these are all drugs and they all have impacts. And so I think I think you got to be careful with uh, with what you're, you know, basically saying to society. But here in Seattle, we've basically already said, ah, you know what? Anything goes. Let's just let her rip. Because we're seeing that on the regular. And how's that working out? I'm going to say not that great. Not that great. But others might say, you know what, we love our Seattle. We love how things are going here. And, um, you know, shrooms for all. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, we've got the quasi the, the uh, one of the, <laughs> the reasons I like this second article is that it said, quasi decriminalization of natural psychedelics, quasi, it's kind of partially still illegal, but quasi decriminalized. Is that even a thing? Apparently it is. And here in Seattle, it, it is the thing. I don't know. Yeah. So my basic take on this is, ooh, yeah, it's what we're doing in Seattle. 
here's where we're at. What do you guys think? A lot of you guys tune in from other states just to see kind of the um, crazy show of Seattle. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. Let me know. Send me an email, sean at seattlerealestatepodcast.com. Oh, so I'm basically done with the articles here. We are going to be rebranding the podcast. Content will stay exactly the same. I'm doing the same darn thing that I've kind of always done here with the daily podcast, same content, all that. But we're, we've got to get basically our algorithm checkers all in line. And right now we're kind of a real estate podcast, kind of on the, under the umbrella of a real estate company, Seattle Real Estate or uh, Summit Properties Northwest. We're going to get this all in line. So we got to rebrand the name of the podcast, rebrand maybe some of our, like our bylines, news for reasonable people. I don't know. And I would love to have your input. Love to have you let me know what you think the podcast should be called even if it's just super funny. So we might take something that's, you know, somebody says that it's super funny and cut half of it off and put it over here with the real serious part. We'll just, I'm really curious to see what you guys think. Um, and to get your input, because, um, you know, as long as it makes sense, right now, a lot of what I cover, I have to kind of almost justify why I am talking about these subjects from the standpoint of a real estate podcast. And so that gets confusing. And that gets confusing for new people. They're like, I thought this was going to be about real estate and the guy's talking about shrooms. What's the dealio here? You know what I mean? So we're trying to trying to hone that in and get some more cohesion. We're getting some more, um, I could go into a bunch of terms, but who cares? Tell me what you think it should be called. Tell me maybe some slogans for merchandise. We're going to start going down the merch road of, because people have been asking. It's not that I'm looking for another income stream. Um, I am, we're, we're looking to get the word out on the podcast. That's all we're doing. So somebody, somebody, my favorite so far is uh, hats that say I'm reasonable <laughs> you know, and whatever the name of the podcast is, that'd be funny. Just stuff like that. Cause so much of the stuff that I read, it's disturbing. It's hard to take. It is difficult topics. And part of my thing is if you can't poke fun at some of this stuff, you know what I mean? What are you even doing? So there it is. Okay, thanks so much. But let me know what what you think. Uh, give me your input. Don't care what it is. Is as far as ah, oh, don't don't say that. Don't say that. I do care what it is. I just I want to see it all. That's my point. Okay, thanks again. We'll check in soon on the next podcast here on the whatever you name it podcast. Thanks again. We'll catch up soon. Bye for now. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.